Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing, wonderful, beautiful day. Today, we are going to be talking about some ways to get back into the office. A lot of us have been remote during the pandemic. Some of us were remote before, and some of us will be remote after. And then there's a whole lot of people who had to still go into work every day. But this one is for the people who have to go back, and they have been working remote uh, for whatever reason. Maybe you just have a different job, right? And they want you in the office, and your other job before was remote. Either way, today we're talking about how to make that transition back into the office after working in a global pandemic from home. Stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background and my master's degree is in HR, and this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Diving on in how to go back to the office. Yeah, it's a thing, right? I mean, who would have thought that we would find ourselves in a global pandemic where essentially the whole world shut down? And there's a lot to think about, right? If you look at gosh, the last, let's say 15, 16 months, right? Since like January, 2020, a lot has happened. Like even just thinking about it makes my chest feel tight. Uh, A lot has happened politically. A lot has happened from a human rights perspective. A lot has happened from just global disaster events, right? If you think about the fires in Australia, the fires in California, like so much happened in 2020. I feel like if someone handed me a list, I would probably not be able to just randomly list off for people all of it. Like I'm sure there's things I'm forgetting because so much chaos happened in 2020. And 2021, one started with, you know, an insurrection of our capital by domestic terrorists. So like, I mean, I don't even, I can't. So anyway, (laughs) getting us off topic already and it's been a minute and a half. (laughs) So when we think about going back into the office, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. There's also a lot of things I want us to just think about and keep in mind. And going into this, everyone's going to have like a different mindset, right? Some people are like, fuck yeah, can't wait. This is going to be so great. Get to hang out with everyone again, you know, have lunch with colleagues. Like they're super stoked. And then there's other people who are like, meh, I'm neutral, right? Some people are just neutral. They're like, take it or leave it, whatever. And then there's other people who are like, fuck no, I don't want to see any of (laughs) y'all. All of that is okay, right? So just know that, keep it in mind, and be respectful. And as we have seen over our global pandemic, right, different people have taken the pandemic with different levels of seriousness. So you have a bunch of people who hunkered down, they had their groceries delivered, they did pickup only, they were like in the fucking house, right? Like the TikTok, like in the house, in the house, bored, bored in the house, like that's not even the right whatever, but you guys know what I mean. Then there's kind of like another group of people who are kind of in the middle, right? They were going to the store, they were getting their groceries and essentials, but they were mostly in the house. They weren't really running around, they were getting what they needed to maybe 
going to pick up food occasionally, right? But they were, for the most part, they were in the house. Maybe they couldn't have their groceries delivered. Maybe they just needed to get out and go pick them up themselves for their own sanity. I don't know, whatever. And then there are people who, nothing changed. A global pandemic happened and their life didn't change at all, or very rarely, or if there was any change, it was forced upon them by government mandates, right? Another thing to keep in mind, right? Those three kind of buckets of people. I know if we like split it up, there's probably, we can get into more detail, right? But let's just say in general, (laughs) those are the three categories. And with that, keeping all of that in mind, there is a huge variety of emotion going back into the office. Some people aren't going to have any emotion about it to some people may have a lot of emotion. Like it's going to be a pretty wide spectrum. If you think about a global lockdown for a family of five, right? Maybe a spouse, spouse, few kids, maybe a dog, cat, who knows what hamster, whatever. And then maybe you think about a global pandemic with a lockdown with a single person, right? Who didn't have a partner and the level of human contact we've all had is very different. So again, just keeping that in mind, and that may play into a variety of emotion as people get back into the office and have human contact where maybe they were that single person who saw people like hardly ever, right? Maybe just waving to the neighbors. Like we don't know. And that's why it's all very important things for us to think about, to keep in mind. And people may act different. They may take it differently. They may interact differently. And I think one of the biggest things that we need to keep in mind as we do start going back to the office is we need to create a judgment-free zone because we don't know where someone's coming from. We might know, but we probably don't know everyone's situation. And there's also some people who are going to be meeting in real life for the first time, right? Like maybe you started a new job during the pandemic and you've never worked remote before. You've never onboarded in a new role from a remote type of environment. And you're going to go into the office and see these people who you've only seen on, you know, Zoom camera or Teams, you know, video call. We don't know. And, you know, some people, you know, might be thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go into the office, you know, give so-and-so a huge hug. It's going to be so great. High five. And other people, that might scare the shit out of them, right? We just don't know. And that's my whole point. So here are some things for us to think about and things we can do as we transition and go back to the office. Number one, what was productive for you while you were working at home? Like literally make a list. (laughs) Like stuff you and your list. Yeah, I know. Me and my list. I love me a good list. I mean, if you have a flippy chart, that is like amazing. A whiteboard, but really like a crayon and like construction paper work. It's all good. It doesn't have to be that serious. Number two, what was not productive at home? We all have things we can do really well at home. And then there are other things where we're like, I really struggled with this at home over video make a list. Number three, what do I need to be successful? And this is going to be different for everyone. I personally, I work much better at home because I am an outgoing introvert. And what does that mean? That means I can go up and talk to anybody about pretty much anything as long as they are not being mean. (laughs) And I can just chit chat. However, when I need to recharge and kind of refill my bucket or recharge my batteries, so to speak. I need to be alone in my own space by myself. So what does that mean for productivity? That means if I'm in an office with a bunch of people who I like to chit chat with, I am probably not getting a lot of things done. (laughs) 
So my productivity is very much by myself. However, everyone is different. Number four, think about how you focus the best. And this could also be along the lines of productivity. We can think about productivity as kind of getting through the to-do list, right? And there's more to it than that, but we're going to make it simple here. And number four is being able to focus and quickly get through that to-do list, right? So you can be super productive and work 15-hour days and get all the things done. But if you can't focus and it takes you an hour and a half to do a 15-minute task, right? There's probably a focus issue there. So how do you focus best? Number five, what's the best way to communicate numbers one through four to your team and to your leader, right? Because communication is going to be huge as we go back into the office. We all have different needs and we all have different work styles. And maybe you have realized that there are certain times and certain tasks and certain projects that you need to do alone (laughs) or in a quiet space or maybe in a meeting room with just a couple other folks versus an open office environment where maybe you can hear 30, 40, 50 people at one time. And so communicating that to your team and your leader is going to be really important. Number six, ask for what you need if it's needed, right? So some people, like I said, they're going to be good with the office. They can go back. They're not going to have any really transition time. They're like ready to rock it out. Other folks, not so much. So if you do need something, make sure to ask for it. Number seven, understanding your organization's culture and how your needs fit into that culture. And maybe your needs have changed. Maybe the organization's culture has changed. As we come out of a global pandemic, I don't think there's a whole lot of people. Actually, no, I'm going to be very confident. No one (laughs) has been through this at this scale with this level of technology before, right? We've had pandemics in the past, but There's no one who has basically in the office been told, here's your laptop, go the fuck home. And then, oh, just kidding, a year and a half later, come back, right? Like that hasn't been a thing. Because if you think about the pandemics we've lived through in the past, either they were like baby pandemics in comparison, or it was so long ago that the technology just, it wasn't happening. (laughs) right? So has the company changed? And we might have to ask ourselves some hard questions, right? Is this company still a good fit for me? Maybe some things have changed on your end or their end, or maybe both. And you're like, hmm, not really feeling this anymore. This doesn't fit with my new goals, right? Number eight, prepare for compromise. (laughs) We all love that word, right? No, I'm kidding. I understand. Um, (laughs) We all want to have compromises made for us. I think it's harder to be the one compromising. (laughs) And that's okay. But I think when we go from one extreme to the other, right? Maybe we were in the office five days a week every day, and then we're in the house five days a week, seven days a week, every day. And maybe there's going to have to be a compromise there of what you need, what the company wants, and maybe you're going to meet in the middle. Maybe not. I don't know, but I would prepare yourself for some level of compromise. Number nine, keep an open dialogue. This is going to be really important. You want to make sure we are being open and transparent as much as possible. Number 10, set expectations. So if there is a certain thing that you need or uh, expect going back into the workplace, make sure that you're communicating that. Number 11, ask 
questions. Uh, This is going to be really, really important. This is new for everyone, right? So as we're in this transition period, make sure to ask your questions. Make sure that you are getting the data, the answers, the information that you need to feel the most comfortable. Number 12, think about, you know, there's a few things we maybe aren't thinking about out of the gate, and maybe we are, but think about kids, right? If you have kids, this transition may look different for them. Talk to them, right? What are they thinking about? What are they concerned about? What are they excited about? Your significant other, right? If you and a significant other and a bunch of kids have been in the house for a year, you're going to have to talk to those folks, right? (laughs) What are they thinking? What are they concerned about? What are they excited about? Maybe you are just excited to be in your car going to work by yourself. (laughs) Maybe you're excited to be out of the house on your commute. Maybe you're on a train and you are just excited to not be in the house. I don't know. But kids, significant others, spouse, roommates, you know, anyone who might be in your house or maybe even a a close bubble, right? Maybe you had a bubble of, you know, five folks or so. I don't know. But just make sure to think about other people who may be impacted by your change. You know, how does this change affect their schedule? How are they feeling? Again, concerns, excitements, good, bad, kind of lay it all out on the table, so to speak. Number 13, your pets. Let's not forget about our furry friends. (laughs) I would recommend a slow shift if possible. It is likely if you're working at home and you wanted to have a midday walk while you were on your lunch break, maybe that pet, specifically dogs, are used to now going outside more often than they ever were in the past, right? Or maybe they're just used to you being around. They might get really mad. When you just disappeared. Now, don't get me wrong, they can be really happy and just sleep all day. But maybe they're pissed that you went from basically being their buddy 24-7 to just gone. And maybe they're going to eat a pillow or act out in a particular kind of way. So if you can schedule shift with them, I would try and do that. And number 14, take breaks. If you need to step away in the office, if you need to hide in the meeting room, you just need to go for a walk because all of the people and all of the just stimulation around you is just too much. Take a break and that's okay. And number 15, what are you going to do on your commute? Maybe you have goals you want to work through. Maybe there are priorities. Maybe there's something you can learn. Maybe there's a book you can listen to. Uh, Maybe you can do some voice memos to kind of get some work done. Whatever that might be for you, try and occupy that time in the best way possible if you feel like you want to and or need to. If the commute is your break to zone out, rock out to music, or be in silence, amazing. Do that. Make sure that the commute is exactly how you want it to be, right? Either productive or just chill. However you want it to be, make sure you're set up for success there as well. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful, valuable, interesting, whatever it might be. (laughs) If you have a topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be here, listen, and support the show. I really appreciate it. New website coming soon, stephdennis.com. Stay tuned. Uh, You can support the show several different ways. 
listening, sharing with a friend, Anchor, PayPal, a few different options for you there. If you haven't done so already, please leave a rating and or review. Yes, you can do one or the other or both. For everyone who's already done so, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Uh, you can reach out to me on the socials, Steph Dennis 13 Instagram and TikTok, Steph Dennis out for Clubhouse, and then Instagram Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a wonderful, lovely rest of your day.